to the world everybody this is a place where we could talk about prayer the politics and everything in between i'm your host kendra sims filling in for marvin drake and this is season two how's everybody doing today lovely 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 yes yes we're super blessed we have dana oh yes brianna and christiana and today we're going to be talking about is church a business i know that this is a discussion that it's not the first time i'm sure we've we've all heard of this i would say absolutely yes church is a business Mm -hmm. um the way it's ran is a business, if you think about it. The only difference is uh, you're coming to get, let's say, spiritual growth, like a teaching. You're getting your spiritual feeding. But at the end of the day, because they need the lights ran, they need to pay the musicians. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we're getting fed, and we don't have to give a certain amount. But, yeah, if no one gives, this church wouldn't run. Mm-hmm, I She's agree. Great. And then another thing that comes to mind when I think of that is, okay, if church is a business, um, we have to weigh out our priorities because if if a business is is financially tied and we think it's so much about money, our souls still our priority when we operate as a business. Because mm-hmm. if they aren't, then we've lost our focus. So I think that when church operates as a business, we have to be careful because sometimes if we think so much with a money mindset, we lose focus of the things that are important. Yeah, because a lot of times people sometimes I've heard in the past, I don't know if you all, but maybe some of you have, people will say like, oh, I'm not going to tie because all they going to do, like they not really doing nothing, the minister not really working, you just putting that money in to take care of what he need and all that. And it's kind of like, that's kind of like cliche because if you can go to the mall and spend on like drop 800 on a bag, an LV bag, but it's like, why do you choose to shorten your funds when it comes to the Lord? Because he blessed you with those funds. So you know what I'm saying? I feel like it shouldn't be difficult. Like, you know, we're going to be real. We're going to be relatable and, you know, human. Like, we have to, you know, just let people know, like, this is how we operate. Like, money is something that's a factor. Mm-hmm. And so if we just ignore, like, you know, these that we have a light bill to pay, then how are we going to bring be people? Able to be in church mm-hmm. and right. listen to the word. So just. And then I also think that it's a great thing that the church has become, like, a source for people to get jobs and to be able mm-hmm. to see, you know, a career and a future with that. But then... You have certain instances where people take advantage of that, and they try to basically like pimp the church, like right. make that their soul. It's a it's one thing when you're putting in the hours and the work, and you're giving your all. People are deserving of a salary, but when you're not doing anything and, and you're just leeching off of that, then mm-hmm. it becomes a problem because you're living off of the work and the labor of people who really are sowing honestly into God's kingdom. So then it becomes a problem. Um, I think. When you sow a seed and when you plant into, you know, the, the, the vision that, you know, your pastor, your religious leader has, everything happens for a reason. Uh, whether that money goes toward, you know, like we have a building pledge or it goes toward building a school or, or funding, you know, a career, like I was saying earlier, every little bit kind of leads up to this kind of large masterpiece, this plan that God has for everyone. And just to piggyback off what you said earlier about, you know, would it be in the business and people sowing, people come to church because... They want to hear the word of God. And then not only that, when they sow into the church, you have people come in and give their last dollar. We don't know. They might have an outstanding light bill. And then it's like if you're going to be a part of a, of, of a church, you want to be able to be that leader. Like people are sowing into your check. 
basically, mm-hmm. you know, and sowing into the kingdom of God yes. as well. Okay, so in thinking about the the whole aspect of giving, like we were just talking about, how would you encourage somebody if they were involved in the church and they knew for a fact that the money was being mishandled, the tithe, the offering wasn't being for the building of God's kingdom, they were, you know, taking a little bit for themselves or just not doing what they say they're going to do. How would you encourage somebody that says that I saw that happen and I'm, I'm done with church because if, if this is what they're going to do with my money, I don't want to go to church, period. How would you encourage somebody? I would just like tell them, you know, that church is more than that. Like there is a spiritual side and you have to think about what God, what God has done for you. And you have to think about, you know, the fact that as mature Christians, you have to get to a place where, you know, you can see things going on around you. You know, you can know that things are not right and still be like, you know, you know, for for God, I live, you know, for God, I die. You kind of have to develop somewhat of that mentality. I think I know I do. Yeah, absolutely true. Something that I learned um, just in my personal life with with tithing, I would do it initially out of obligation, not necessarily, you know, just in part of the rules of Christendom. um, Okay, 10 percent, I get paid X amount. He gets 10 boom, the rest I spend on however however it was necessary to be allotted for. So I was doing it out of obligation, just getting in the habit of giving to God regularly. But then I realized, you know, as I you know, I got deeper in my word and understood that it's the principle of the top. Like you give God your first, you give God your best. And that includes when you're coming to church, that includes when you're tithing, that includes when you're singing or opening a door for somebody, passing out programs, pamphlets, whatever your role is. So in that business mindset, you do your part to, to keep it running. We're all members, but it take, but we're one body, one body with, with different parts and different roles. So I think in that business conversation, it's necessary. Yeah, tithing is a part of that. You don't, I, it's not just, oh, I'm giving X amount, so I want to see so-and-so. No, I'm giving as unto God because this is what, this is what his word requires. He deserves, he, yeah. he deserves it. He gives yes. it to me. But, in that, but then it's still, it's still that, that pushback of your church is so big, so I'm not going to give anyway. Yeah, I was just about to. I was about to say that. I was about to say a lot of people. Uh, they think about that, like, well, what they do, you know, what they doing with the money? You got this big old church. He got the money. I'm not tithing there. They think because there's a bigger church, you know, we don't need the money. Where the smaller churches need they, the money, yeah, or the pastor doing this with the money. The pa- you, you know what I'm saying? Like they not really using the money. And so I think that's why a lot of people are hesitant in giving that, and then they don't know why. Mm-hmm. Why am I, are we supposed to give? Do we have to give money? Is it a monetary thing? Can I give my time? Is that considered tithe? Mm-hmm. So I think there's the confusion and not. Uh, one it, thing. Oh, sorry. No, go okay. ahead, boo. One thing. <laughs> one thing that comes to mind when we when we talk about church and you know business and tithing, I kind of think about Christian artists. And, you know, when they have, um, I guess, honorariums, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, when they come yeah. to show up and perform at these churches, mega churches or, you know, storefronts. What do you guys think about, I guess, people having like these $10,000 honorariums? You got to fuel my jet up. You got to put me and my adjutant in a hotel room. Do you think that that's in a way putting a price on the anointing? I, I guess Absolutely when it's something that not. can't be bought, it's something that you have to go through. So what do you think, or do you think that because somebody has a talent or a gift in the world does it, they deserve, you know, what they ask for is what they get. It's a price. And I, I think that as artists and as, as Christians, you know, we should never take advantage of that. But sometimes there are ways and instances where that's, it's a double standard. Uh, I don't know. Because even though they're a gospel artist, at the same time, uh, look at Kanye, look at Beyonce, you know what I'm saying? If we ask them to come to the church, just say something. You think they're going to drop the price? 
No, at the end of the day, they still have bills. They still have to pay musicians. You know what I'm saying? That's the same thing with gospel artists. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you're doing something like that, and it's, it, I can be honest, I've seen writers where certain artists is like, look, I need 10000 just to show up. Like, no. Yeah. You're going to show up and do what? Jesus is going to be on your right side? Like, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? It's not guaranteed that Jesus is going to show up with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's like they need to be paid what they were. If they're coming with musicians, pay them that money. You know what I'm saying? If you want them to come with tracks, then you, you know what I'm saying? Okay, maybe let's drop the price. But, no, nah, I think if they asking for a certain amount, give it to them. This is what they, they coming to I bless think, you. Yeah. I think it's too, I think it's two-sided, just like the whole, is it a business, is it not a business, or is it, you know, is it one and the same? I think it's, I think it's a combination of both. All right, think about it. When AT&T or whoever comes to do our phone lines or wherever, they're not saying, <laughs> oh, this is a church, so, okay, look, y'all only pay $50, we got you. No, you have to pay what it takes, you know what I'm saying, whether they're a Christian, yeah, electrician or not, you still got to pay what he, what that person's asking for. If you don't want it, use somebody else. That's how it is with the, the artist. Well, we have to understand that in the word, God tells us, you know, he, he instructs us really to tithe. And I think he kind of knew that it was going to be something that was going to be difficult for believers. He knew that it was going to be something that, you know, we would really debate on. But, mm-hmm. you know, he asks us this because he knows that the ones who really trust him are going to are going to tithe. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you know, to really sum it all up, I think tithing is something that you do in obedience of God, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. I mean, what do you guys think? I feel like you should church, come to church for God and God alone. That's it. Amen. That's the only thing. Uh, you come to church. I think Dr. Ben Stevens described the church almost as like a like a like a plug almost. And we're like the flashlight of the world. You come to the church to get replugged, and then mm-hmm. you go out into the world and you shed that light. You go that's, where? Go out into the world okay. and you shed that light. That's important. That's the only that if you come to church for anything else, you doing it. That is that should be your sole objection. I mean, objective is to go and to get plugged and to get the word and keep it pushing. All this other stuff is it's not important. I think that about wraps up our discussion for today. Thank you all so much for joining us on The Well. Right. If you have any questions or any comments you want to add, please put that in the comments below. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Facebook and all other social and all other social media outlets. Thank we got to do that over. I know. I got to run it back. <laughs> we we got to do that. You did well. Till then. Okay. did good. He was on the road. Looking for more West Day TV original content? Like and subscribe to make sure you never miss a video.